Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet Bishop and Primate of the Episcopal Church, Bishop Michael Curry, artist and curator Riva Lair, and poet, editor, and writer Hyde E. Erdrich. Enjoy. Hello. I'm Michael Curry, author of the book, The Way of Love, Holding On to Hope in Troubling Times. I have to tell you, I wrote the book in part because I really do believe that love, not sentimentalized, but love for real, is not only the most durable power in the universe, as Dr. King once said, it's actually the elemental power of life itself. And I think it's the key to living life as life was intended to be lived. And there's a part of me that's just very aware at 67 years old that life doesn't really work well apart from love. And that when love becomes the guide to life itself and the the way by which we live and the energy by which we live, life works better. It's not perfect, but it sure works a lot better. I read a quote by Maya Angelou that said, and I'm paraphrasing, hate is real, but there are no great accomplishments that have ever happened because of hate. She was right, but there are tons of great accomplishments and lives that have been changed and societies that have been changed because of love, because of people who cared about more than self and cared about others. And that has changed lives and the world. Now, I have to admit, another reason I wrote the book was because I realized after a while that I had been blessed over the course of my life, both in the good times and the bad, with people who knew how to love and how to have hope, even in the most desperate times and circumstances. And that love was the key to it. Love in a community of people and love between two people. You know, I wrote this book because the truth is we're stuck and we don't have to be. The world really doesn't have to be the way it often is. It can be better. And I hope this book helps that to happen. If I had to describe in one word what recording the audio book was like, it was learning how not to do it on an empty stomach. Because when your stomach is empty, it growls and makes noises and says, I'm hungry. And it interferes with these high-powered, high-fashioned microphones that pick up every sound. (laughs) I realize that I pronounce and mispronounce words all the time and do it as a matter of regularity. And some, I've been mispronouncing for 30 and 40 years, and they're so ingrained in me, it's hard to pronounce them the right way. I couldn't think of just one single word that I had trouble pronouncing. There were so many, sort of like that poem, Let Me Count the Ways. (laughs) There are so many. Now, I may be going back in time. Some of you may not remember the name Richard Burton, but 
He was a British actor who had one of the most incredible, exquisite voices, that English accent that was just such power and dignity, so much so that he was on the Today Show many years ago when I was a kid. And Gene Shalit, who was one of the people on the Today Show, asked him, would you be willing to read from the Manhattan Telephone book? He said, because everything your voice touches is poetry. And I kid you not, Richard Burton started reading from the Manhattan Telephone book. John Doe, 4728 Madison Avenue. And I'm telling you, the telephone book became poetry. It would be great to have somebody like that reading this audiobook. But you got me. And now listen to a clip from Bishop Michael Curry's audiobook. It's important that we define the word love here with clarity, because these days we use the word to mean so many things. We might use it to talk about how we feel about our spouse or a significant other, or about our children, or about our new sofa. The love I'm talking about isn't love on a Valentine's Day card. Those are nice. But they're not what I have in mind when I say that love is the only thing that can save the planet. Hi, this is Reva Lair, author of Golem Girl, a memoir. I started to write my book years ago because I wanted to leave a document for my family to explain the work I do. And this led me to start doing a little bit of research about my past, and I started to find out amazing things about my mother. And the whole direction of the book changed. I know my mother so much better now. It's been an amazing surprise to find out who she really was. Recording this audiobook was revelatory. I found out I could do things that I never imagined I could do. I also found out that things like Stomach growls (laughs) are a major part of life. It was really exciting to try and figure out how to deliver some of the more abstract parts of the text. I think even though some of those are the hardest parts of the book, they were also some of the most rewarding passages to try and take on. If I weren't going to record my audiobook, I would actually have chosen my best friend, Audrey Niffenegger. Audrey figures heavily in the book at parts, but I don't mention in the story what an amazing voice she has. She has one of the most listenable, velvety, enchanting voices of anyone I know. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Humans have told stories of magically animated creatures for thousands of years. Ancient religions from Babylonia and Sumer to Mexico, Africa, and China all assert that gods formed the first human beings out of clay. Enki and Prometheus are but two creators who formed a being and gave it life. These days, we have Victor Frankenstein and his creature, but long before them, the Jews had Rabbi Judah Lo Ben Bezalel and his golem. Hi, this is Hyde E. Erdrich, author of Little Big Bully. 
I wrote my book because I was stuck in my house during the polar vortex of 2019, looking at the poems I'd started writing, and I realized that being in a state of isolation was giving me insight into my past and into current events, as well as resulting in a lot of dreams about the future. I was inspired by the thought of what I could tell my children about what's happening in the country from 2016 to 2019 and a little bit into 2020. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. (laughs) I didn't know how many words I mispronounced, and everybody made it a pleasure, but it's a difficult process, more difficult than I imagined. I realized I had trouble pronouncing etc. I had a Midwest etc. like an espresso coffee that I had to overcome. I'm proud, if I could say that, that I was able to keep my voice strong through the process and that I'm able to give the intimate quality of these poems via audio. I can't go out and read to folks everywhere, but now I'm able to give the performance of these poems to a larger audience. I'm excited that listeners will have my rhythm, my breath, as I'm working on these particular poems, because on the page they're indicated by white space. My hope is that people will see the poems and listen to the poems and get a sense of what I was trying to do there. If I wasn't going to record my audio book, I would have a heck of a time casting someone. (laughs) I thought of a lot of people. Joy Harjo would be great, of course. Tanya Tagak, the Inuit throat singer and poet. But I probably have to have Louise Erdrich do it because she's fantastic. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was probably Tim Curry's series of unfortunate events narration. I would listen to that with my children over and over and over again. But I also loved Eric Gansworth's Give Me Some Truth. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is on a long car trip with my kids. We listened to hundreds of hours of audiobooks when they were little. That was what put them to sleep at night, finally. I love listening to audiobooks while I watch a new landscape go by or a familiar landscape go by. When I'm on a trip on 94 East, it helps me focus. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Loves, how I love you, how you, how we hang on words, how eaten with need, how we need to eat, how weevils sift the wheat, how cold it is, how thick with hoarfrost, ice slick, sleet freeze, how wintry the mix, how full of angst, how gut-sick, how blue-lipped, how we drink, how we drink a health, how we care. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. 
For more behind the mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com/nextlisten.